InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. The federal government has spent and will spend historic amounts of money to battle the economic fallout from COVID-19. But what does this mean for our nation's financial future? Here to answer that question is Bob Bixby, Executive Director of the Concord Coalition, a nationwide nonpartisan grassroots organization advocating responsible fiscal policy. Bob, uh, welcome to the show. How concerned are you about the amounts being spent right now by the government? I'm very concerned, but I'm more concerned about the reasons why the money is being spent. That is to say, we have this healthcare crisis that is prevalent throughout the nation, and that has led to an economic crisis of unprecedented proportions in an attempt to fight the healthcare crisis. And the fallout from that means that the federal government really does need to step up and spend money at a rate that I never would have thought I would support. But given the circumstances, it seems to me the best thing to do for the federal government to spend this money. We're going to have to worry about the fallout later. But to use an analogy, we've got a wolf at the door and we can get back to the termites in the basement. But you might agree that prior to COVID-19, our nation's financial picture wasn't so terrific either. Oh, it was awful. Here's the thing. We didn't come into this from a position of strength. And that makes this, you know, kind of frustrating because many of us have been warning for years that there's going to come a time when there's a crisis and it's going to cause a lot of money, a war or a depression. I don't think anybody saw something like this coming. And so it's prudent for any nation to have its fiscal policy on a sustainable track so you can prepare for things like this. So we already had a projected deficit this year of a trillion dollars, that's when we were expecting a good economy. And that's unprecedented and a bad place to be in. But you don't pick your fights in this case. The COVID came to us. Exactly right. In terms of digging a hole, how can we get back out of this hole that we're digging even deeper right now? What is the solution down the road where we're going to recover this money somehow? The first thing we're going to have to do is stop the spread of the virus because the budget is not going to recover until the economy recovers and the economy is not going to recover until we get rid of the virus. And so I would say all that Congress can do right now to put resources into testing, treatments, tracing, vaccines, go all in for those sort of things. That's really what we got to do first. Once that begins to have a stronger effect than it has now, and there have been certainly some successes in fighting the virus, containing the virus, the steps that we take now legislatively, spending money and cutting taxes, should abide by three principles. One is that they should be timely. Second is that they should be targeted. And third is that they should be temporary. So we don't need to enact permanent new spending programs or make permanent tax cuts to help the economy in the short term. We can make them temporary, as Congress has done so far, and they should be targeted. It's not just, you know, throwing money at everybody or everything. Let's try to target the money to where it's most needed. So Congress can do some things to sort of mitigate the economic damage and the fiscal damage in the short term. Once we get beyond the crisis stage, though, we are going to have to make some very hard choices about our spending and taxes. And the Concord Coalition has always said that we needed to look at delivering health care in a more efficient way. We have to look at making Social Security more sustainably solvent. 
and we're going to have to look at revenues. I think we're going to have to, uh, in the end, have more revenues than we were expecting because of this terrible virus. We're talking with Bob Bixby, executive director of the Concord Coalition, a nationwide nonpartisan grassroots organization advocating responsible fiscal policy. Bob, the dollar is such a strong store of value globally. Do you see people losing confidence in the dollar with this much debt happening? Well, so far they haven't because everybody's got the same problem. And so everybody's worried about the virus. Everybody's borrowing huge amounts of money and they still like to buy U.S. treasuries, which is why we're able to issue so many of them. People are still willing to buy them. If we were doing this alone, if the U.S. were just going on some absurd fiscal binge, spending a couple trillion dollars every couple of months, yeah, I would have a great deal of worry about it. And I think as we look for the recovery phase, one reason to get back on a more sustainable fiscal track is to maintain our position in the world and maintain that faith in the U.S. Treasury and the U.S. dollar. One thing we talk about and hear about is Social Security running out of funds. That date is getting closer. What's your take on that? Well, it's absolutely a concern. That would be one of our key issues and will be as soon as the virus is gone. Social Security is the government's largest program. We all pay the payroll tax, and unfortunately, the payroll tax is no longer enough and hasn't been since 2010 to pay the benefits of us retiring baby boomers. And, you know, within 15 years or so, which is not a very long time, it runs out of trust funds, which is its claim on the federal treasury. So that means that you could get across the board benefit cuts of up to 20 percent And that's how bad the shortfall is and how close it is. So, yes, Social Security reform is absolutely a crucial issue. Anybody that's nearing retirement or even in retirement, yeah, there's a problem not too far down the road. And we absolutely have to address that. Bob, we're hearing about state bailouts. What's the impact of state bailouts in terms of the national debt? I'm basically opposed to the federal government bailing out states that make bad fiscal choices. I distinguish that from what's happening now because the depth and breadth of this problem is so great that a state could be run perfectly and still be facing an enormous budgetary shortfall because people are out of work, they're not paying taxes, they're not paying sales taxes or whatever. They don't have the money. And so states have to balance their budgets, unlike the federal government. So that would mean a wave of layoffs in state and local employees where you start talking about policemen and firemen and teachers and healthcare workers and a lot of the people that are delivering the services we most need right now. So I would be careful to distinguish between a bailout and a fiscal rescue package. For this time, I think there does need to be some increased state aid. When we recover, when it's time to start thinking about fiscal policy again, we need to think about a new normal that is fiscally sustainable and pro-economic growth, because we're going to need economic growth, but that growth can't be all deficit financed. We've done the deficit financing. We're going to have to get back to a sustainable, fiscally responsible economic growth. And that's what I would encourage lawmakers and the public to begin thinking about once we get the pandemic fixed. 
Bob Bixby, executive director of the Concord Coalition, a nationwide nonpartisan grassroots organization advocating responsible fiscal policy. Bob, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. You're listening to InfoTrack, a production of Syndication Networks.